listeners. I'm a big fan of this podcast and I have listened to all the other episodes so far. So I am super excited to share my daily routine or daily rhythm as I like to think about it with you. So I am Bridget Johns and I run a business called Be Simply Free where I help uh, families and businesses to get organized. So I do this in two roles as a professional organizer and a grant writer. So I teach women to reduce their mental load and find more time to collect moments, not things by decluttering their homes, phones, calendars and minds. And as a grant writer, I use my organizational skills to help businesses and councils and community groups to organize their wish list of dreams into fundable projects and then find grants to uh, turn the ideas into reality. And I do this from a farm on the York Peninsula of South Australia. So my husband and I live on a broadacre cropping farm. Uh, We've got sheep and goats and cows with my two children as well. I have a 10-year-old son and an eight-year-old daughter. So we're about two and a half hours from the capital city of Adelaide. So on a good morning, I start my day at 4.44. Yes, please don't stop listening because I said that time. I was actually a night owl for the first 35 years of my life and I'm almost 40, but I slowly turned into an early bird because as I talk with my clients about stop focus notice, if you want to change, you need to do a change. I realized that I hated waking up each morning led by when the kids woke up and I was a grumpy mum and I felt on the back foot each morning because I was just behind and chasing kids and not looking after myself. So back in 2017, instead of getting up when the kids woke up or roughly around 7am, I slowly over two and a half years got up 15 minutes earlier to now get up at my time of 4.44. I'm actually a project manager um, and studied um, a lot around data. So I do love the data and I went back and looked at the progression of my wake up time. So sharing in those beautiful Instagram stories, <laughs> I could go back and see in, it took me a year and a half to go from getting up at 7am to getting up at 5.45. So I did that from the January 2017. It took me till July 2018 to start getting up at 5.45 and then another six months to decide in December 2018 to get up at 530 Another four months until April 2019 to decide I wanted to get up at 5.15. And um, another um, four months later to, in August 2019, decide that 4.44 was the right amount of time for me to get up in the morning. So I actually have from 4.44 to 7.07 when the kids get their alarms go off as me time in the morning. And yeah, I found that When I left the me time to the end of the day, I was giving myself um, what was left of me at the end of the day and I wanted to give myself the best of me in the morning. So that's why I flipped from being a night owl to an early bird. So what am I doing at that crazy hour in the morning? So at 4.44am, I'm going for a walk in the dark with a head torch on. So I use an internal track on our farming property. So no one in the community will be driving on that. But as an extra precaution, I use an app called Free App, just Life360, and it can actually track where I am. We actually got that app because my husband can be out on the header or spraying um, early morning or uh, late in the evening 
And I just wanted to be able to know at a glance where he was without giving him 10,000 phone calls that sometimes he doesn't answer. So um, maybe check out that app if that's something you're interested in. So on my walk in the dark, I am listening to podcasts and I do like a mix of some business and some fun and daily routines and company are some favorites of mine that I scatter throughout my week. Um, There's some ones that come out on certain days that I naturally gravitate towards. So on Mondays, there's a podcast, uh, the Shameless Podcast releases scandal episodes. (laughs) So they do a recap of a pop culture scandal um, every Monday. On Tuesdays, I listen to the Your Business Boost podcast by Michelle Broadbent. Wednesdays, I listen to the Her Empire Builder podcast by Tina Tower. Thursdays, I listen to the Shameless podcast, which is a pop culture podcast for smart people who love dumb things. <laughs> That's definitely me. And on Fridays, I listen to the Lorraine Murphy podcast about business and mum life. And then throughout those days, I scatter through some other ones, including yeah, Daily Routines and Company, Ducks on a Pond podcast, 40, No Filter with Mia Friedman and Seize the Yay. So after my walk, I'm probably coming home around um, 5.30ish, I'll jump in the shower and get myself ready for the day. Previously, when I got up at 7am with the kids, I sort of felt behind the eight ball and sort of I'd had the quickest shower possible so I could be helping the kids get ready. So that was a big change I wanted to make. I wanted to look after myself first and be ready for the day um, before the kids get up. Yes, I'll be doing a social media scroll in there. I'll have some um, self-care. I could be continuing um, to listen to some podcasts and cross-stitch. And I actually listen to podcasts on speaker while I'm in the shower and getting ready. So I do probably get about over an hour of podcast listening each morning. Between 6 and 7 a.m., I could be doing some Be Simply free work if I want to or if I'm catching up because I really find that's a golden hour in my day. I'm... I've exercised, I've had some breakfast and got myself ready for the day. So I'm all energized and I can normally get about two hours worth of work that it would take me during the day done between seven, uh, 6 and 7 a.m. Sorry, the kids' alarms go off at 7.07 and they're now 10 and 8 and they are responsible for doing most of their things in the morning. So they get themselves dressed, they put their PJs, um, hang them on a hook in the bathroom door so they can quickly grab them after a shower at night. They make their own breakfast, they make their lunch boxes. It's not a free-for-all. They do have to follow a formula of having two fruit, two veg, a sandwich or leftovers stored in a thermos and a snack in their lunchbox. They're responsible for packing their bags and making sure their diaries are signed and any notes are given to me to sign. It's about giving them the responsibility to manage those. Like I'm normally checking what needs to be done, but they're responsible little humans and they need to take the lead on that. They'll also empty the dishwasher, go feed, make sure that animals, the dogs and cats have got um, some food in their water bowls and um, things like that. If we do have baby lambs, they may need to feed a baby lamb in the morning and they need to make their beds. Their version of making beds is not the same as mine. Uh, It's normally just the doona thrown over. But at this moment in time, I'm happy that that's their effort of making a bed. So we have an alarm. My phone alarm goes off at 7.55 each morning to tell us that we need to be leaving the house and getting to the bus stop. 
let's be real, all of those things that the kids need to do don't always happen in that time. But most of the time it does. We don't actually have any TV in the mornings for adults or kids so they can get most of it done. But let's be real, it doesn't um, always happen calmly, but that's the plan. So sometimes when that alarm goes off, um, hair might not be done. So we can be walking down the track or in the car and I'll do my daughter's hair as we're waiting at the bus stop. So my day um, can vary. I work uh, two days a week with our local council as an employee grant writer, and I do that around bus pickup and drop off times. And then three days a week, I run my business, Be Simply Free, which supports people to declutter and organize their homes, calendars and minds. And I do that by one-on-one Zoom coaching calls and through an online course. So I'm managing the back end of that. And I also take on private grant writing clients um, through my business as well. So the first thing I'll do in the morning is, yeah, check my um, calendar to see what my commitments are in the day and then have a look at my inbox to see what needs to be done. Uh, I like to run a zero inbox, so I triage my emails into some different folders. So I have a do folder, which is things that I need to action a delegate folder, which might be I'm waiting on someone else to do something, but I just want to keep it there and chase it up. I have a digest folder for all those newsletters that I want to read, but I am very particular at not letting many um, newsletters into my inboxes. And then I have a whole pile of folders to document and store uh, emails that I have actioned. And just another little tip, I actually run four email inboxes, which may seem like a lot, but it helps me to break down my thinking and really be focused on what I'm doing. So I have my Be Simply Free inbox for all my business things, my council email for my employee work, my personal email for personal and family related um, information. And the fourth one, is actually a junk email. So we all like 10% off discounts and things like that. And if I don't think that I want to see that in my personal or business email all the time, I'll just subscribe to that junk one and I can let that build up with having lots of unread emails and I'll just go do a bulk um, delete of those. But I always run a zero inbox in my business, uh, employee and personal inbox. The best time for me to get work done. I'm a bit varied with this. As I said before, that's 6 to 7 a.m. I can get a lot of work done before the family's up. There's no phone calls coming in at that time. And I normally, um, another little tip, I normally schedule send those so people aren't receiving them till after 8 or 9 a.m. in the morning. So um, if you want some tips about how to schedule send, (laughs) send me a DM on Instagram. I'll show you how to do that. Uh, 9 to 12 noon is generally when I get um, a lot of my detailed and thinking work done. And then I get another boost of thinking and energy around 3 to 5, which doesn't work too well with the bus pickup times. But as the kids are a bit older, I can duck back into the office after the kids come home if I need to get a little bit of more work done. How I organize my work day, um, my Google Calendar is my life. <laughs> that is where I can see everything that's happening in my business life and our personal life. They're all combined into one inbox. And I use the 11 color codes we can have in a Google Calendar to see how I'm spending my time. So my vision for our life and my life is to collect moments, not things with people that are important to me. So my color coded diary really shows that time with people and friends. So 
For example, I use the red color to show some one-on-one -on -one time I'm having with my family. Orange will show family together time. Pink will be health and fitness and particularly doctor's appointments. Yellow will be me time. The blue, the greens will show my Be Simply Free business work. Light blue will be some personal development time. Dark blue will be the life admin and cleaning time. The light purple will be the grant writing time and the dark purple will be socializing with family and friends. And a lot of people don't put that family and socializing time in their calendar, but I want to spend more time doing that. So I want to check that my time is being used on the important things. So that's why I show it in my calendar. Uh, and then I write a handwritten to-do list. I still like um, pen to paper and I'll write down three things I want to get done today. And then I'll jot down notes through the rest of the day of other things I want to get done. One of the key things that really looks after our family life is our mental load meeting. So you could think of it as a set me up Sunday. A lot of people refer to it as that, but it's taking time one day during the week. It might not necessarily be Sunday for you, but on Sunday, my husband and I sit down and really look at that Google calendar. Who's doing what? Uh, my husband has access to that Google calendar and he probably doesn't look at it that often, but he can see what's happening. Um, and we can both talk about what we're doing in our week. He's a farmer, so he could be anywhere um, or needing to go down to the Dublin livestock markets, picking up um, animals and things like that. Or I might be having night meetings, running night masterclasses or a way to run in-person workshops uh, and things like that. So we share the times that we are not available to do parent life. <laughs> So we um, work out who's doing bus drop-off and pick-up each day, who is making tea what day, um, what kid movements need to be moved around. And we might even look through and take some stuff out of our week. Um, if we've overcommitted for some things, we might have to say no to a social get-together or we might actually be planning to go away in the caravan. So we'll look and see what we actually want to do in our week ahead. Then we'll do some meal planning. I have a love-hate relationship with meal planning. I hate doing it, but I love the time saving it gives me. It really helps us to look at what food we already have in our house and use up things so we don't waste and throw away um, food. So we'll meal plan and look at what's on in our week and make sure we're choosing quick meals on the nights that we're getting home late or choosing um, a meal from the freezer that we've pre-made and can just heat up. Uh, then we'll also check that there's clean clothes for everyone for the week ahead, particularly those school uniforms. Then we, so we don't have the mad rush of who no one have school uniforms and getting dirty ones out of the laundry basket. And we'll take some time to do a house reset. Obviously, over the weekend, um, things get messy and might not have been put back in time. So as a family of four, we'll pop on, say, two or three songs on Spotify, which is about 1% of our day, about um, 15 minutes is 1% of your day. And everyone will race around the house and we'll reset each room. So on a Sunday night, we're going to bed with um, most rooms nice and tidy. A tool to do that is using a laundry basket. So walk around your house. So I'll walk around each room and put anything that doesn't belong in that room in the laundry basket and uh, walk to the next room. And if something belongs in that next room, I'll put that away and say that will roll around each room in the home. So hopefully by the end, the laundry basket is empty. 
And then there'll be some form of self-care. So I might do some cross stitch or just having a, a herbal tea and just relaxing and getting ready for the week ahead. Um, what does washing look like in our household? Who folds it and who puts it away? Yes, this was a problem in our house. So we changed how we were doing things. We, I found that I was doing a lot of washing and cleaning on weekends. So when I stopped Focus Notice, the strategy I use with my clients, I decided to break down washing across our week between Monday uh, and Friday morning. So Friday afternoon and the weekends are free of washing and cleaning generally, except for that little reset, 15 minute reset. So for us, I do a load of towels on a Monday morning. We do a clothes wash Tuesday afternoon. On Wednesday mornings, we'll wash the master sheets. On Thursday morning, we'll do the kids sheets. And on Thursday afternoon, we'll do the kids, uh, everyone's clothes. So there might be a load on the weekend we need to do, but we aim not to. And anyone in our household can put that load of washing on, including the 10 and eight year old. Yes, most of the time it's me doing it, but we can break it down and get someone else to do it if we need to. And then we hang straight from the washing basket, take the clothes out of the washing machine and then launch, put them in the basket and then hang them straight onto coat hangers and on a, a clothes rack that can be wheeled around our house or outside to dry. And then everyone has their own type of coat hanger so they can quickly then grab their clean clothes and put them away themselves. So my husband's got the black plastic coat hangers. I've got pretty wooden ones. Miss 8 has the kid size pink and purple ones. And Mr 10 has just gone up to adult coat hangers. So he's got white metal ones from Ikea. So what do I do to get back on track um, if I'm having um, a bad week? I will take that time to stop focus notice and get off the hamster wheel that is life or the week that I'm in or the moment that I'm in. And I'll see what is causing um, the drain and making me um, not enjoy the week. Did I overcommit myself with too many commitments in my calendars? Am I not getting enough sleep? Um, and then I'll take the time to reset and start again. I'll definitely ask for help um, and rearrange some appointments in my calendar. If it's not urgent, maybe it can wait to the next week. And yeah, get husband and kids on board to help. So what's the first thing I do once the kids are in bed? Well, before everyone goes to bed, everyone's responsible for helping to reset the kitchen. And as I said before, we don't watch TV Monday to Friday. So once the kitchen's reset, we um, probably are all going to bed or I might be coming into my office to do an evening client call or a masterclass. But uh, I'll be in bed between 7.30 and 10 p.m. So as I said, it's not always the same. And we're in an old farmhouse. So all our bedrooms are down one end of the house. So we can all be laying in bed reading a book and someone might call out, <laughs> ask a question. Funnily, Mr. 10 is currently reading Harry Potter and the other night he called out asking what snogging was. There must have been some uh, sentence in the book what snogging was. So we had a little chat that it was kissing. So before I go to bed, I will leave my phone in the kitchen because when I stopped focus notice, I wasn't getting enough sleep because I was telling myself I would do a five minute social media scroll and that would turn into half an hour or more. So for the last five years, I've left my phone in the kitchen and uh, we decided to get a landline and um, our family members have that landline. So 
Um, they can't obviously reach me on the mobile, so they can call the landline between 9pm and 5am if something is urgent and they need us. That's normally not a good thing if someone's calling you between those times, but they can get us. I read every night before I go to bed and I also have a Kiki K 3am journal notebook next to my bed because once I lay down all those ideas come into my head and to help me go to sleep I write them down into the notebook and then action them the next day. And I alternate between reading a fiction and a non-fiction book and at the moment I'm reading Virgin River by Robin Carr so I've watched the Netflix series and now I'm going back and reading the book. And my um, nonfiction book is by Jonah Berger called Contagious, How to Build a Word of Mouth um, in a Digital Age. So a business book there. So thanks for having me on the Daily Routines podcast. And I hope from listening to all the different examples of daily routines and daily rhythms, you can see the key thing is to take time to stop, focus, notice what you want your life to look like and making different changes to what your Uh, routine looks like there's no right or wrong it's all about picking what works for you thanks for having me and see you on instagram if you've got any questions holy moly talk about organized and talk about getting results bridget johns the total pinup girl for a good routine don't you think you can find Bridget at besimplyfree.com.au or on Instagram at b.simplyfree. She's also on Facebook under the same name. Bridget has certainly given me the inspiration to put a few new rules and teachings in place for my children to take more responsibility for things like getting ready for the school day and cleaning up. How good's that? pumping some Spotify tunes and letting everybody clean. She's really got it sorted on that front. And how good is her list of podcasts to listen to each morning of the week? I loved that. You can listen to a longer chat with Bridget about how she came to be where she is and doing what she does on the Manson Podcasting Network's flagship podcast company. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you next week.